welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode is on the topic of cheating, more so being fearful of being cheated on when you're in a relationship or just around women in general and cheating. It's a scary thought. Uh, and I've come to realize this through Instagram when I asked you guys, what is your main concern or what are you most fearful of when it comes to women and or dating? And when I wrote a few things around cheating um, in response to you guys, you you really enjoyed it. You know, I had so many guys reach out around the cheating, the little cheating post that I did and say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I needed to hear this. So I thought I'd do a podcast on it because it is something that's, that we all have in the back of our heads. No one wants to be cheated on, you know, but some people it's just so scary to the point where it's preventing them from dating. So that's not cool. It's not okay. We don't want to let these fears get so uh, ingrained in us that we can't even go on a freaking date or be with someone and learn to love that person instead of constantly looking for, are they cheating on me? Are they cheating on me? You know, looking for those red flags as we call them, um, in order to prove themselves right that, oh yeah, like this, this relates to cheating. Well, well you will drive yourself nuts. Okay. <laughs> so what do you do to access that, that part of you that's so fearful? Well, you have to take yourself back to the experience of either being cheated on or experiencing uh, maybe someone else cheating on their partner. Maybe your parents, um, one of your parents cheated on the other in their marriage and you witnessed it as a young kid, so it terrifies you. Um, Whatever the case may be, bring yourself back to that feeling of how you felt. And trust me, it's not going to be a cool feeling. It's not going to be nice. Uh, it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. It's going to be something your body will want to avoid and not think about. So it's important to access uh, that part of you that doesn't want to think about it and bring up those emotions again. You know, why Why are you so fearful? If you were to bring up that, that feeling, what would it be? Would it be, um, I didn't feel sexually desired. I felt unworthy. I felt, maybe it's, I felt disgusting or I felt humiliated. I felt extremely rejected. Um, whatever, whatever that feeling may be and dig into it. You know, why did you feel disgusting? Um, and that a lot of it can, for instance, let's use an example. If you, if you did feel, um, disgusted with yourself, maybe, maybe that's what caused you to, to lack those feelings of sexual desire in yourself. And whenever you start a belief pattern in yourself, um, around yourself, that's where these, that's where these painful feelings start. They always start with you. So like I said, it's not about the woman, it's about you and where these initial thought patterns began that led to such a deep pain of being fearful of being cheated on. So let's rewind that. Let me explain what happens when you first We'll use sexual, 
don't feel, I, I don't feel sexually desired. We'll use that as an example. So say you look in the mirror, right? And you're getting older. You look in the mirror and you realize, wow, I'm not as sexy as I once was. You know, I have some gray hairs. I have some wrinkles on my face. I'm not feeling so hot. I'm not as strong as I used to feel. And you're, you're feeling this way about yourself. No one else is saying this but you. Um, so you start having those internal thoughts in your head around not feeling sexually desirable and that's all you, right? That's based on your own personal feelings of how you look at yourself and what you, how you perceive yourself in that moment. But then your brain, your brain goes, okay, well now this is a belief. You know, I thought about this long enough. You know, I've say you've thought about a few days, you're just little by little noticing the things that are making you older and making you feel less desirable sexually. So now your brain is going to go through this pattern of trying to prove you right. Because the brain does this. It always tries to prove us right based on our thought patterns, which become our beliefs. And then our brain is like, all right, let me prove these beliefs right so that we know that we're right and that we're going to survive. So what happens is you go about your day and you kind of look for evidence and you look, you kind of turn things upside down, read into things way too much just to prove a point to yourself that you're ugly and old and not sexually desirable. And it's not necessarily something you want to be doing, right? It's not a conscious, let me prove to myself I'm not sexy. It's, it's more so like, I have this belief. It must be true, right? And then your, your brain goes to, to find these things and blow them up in your mind so that they match your belief pattern. So for instance, your friend, say the next day or maybe later that week, makes a joke about you being ugly or you being weak in the gym. And it's just a, you know, it's a friendly joke. It's not meant to hurt you. It's, it's your best friend, right? Like you always talk to each other like this. But now you're taking that comment personally because it's matching your it's an alignment with that belief pattern that you're blowing up in your mind and making much bigger. And your, your brain is also trying to match it to prove yourself right. Right. So, so now whenever you hear someone say things, it's going to stand out to you so much more than it naturally would, or like, like it would without this belief pattern. So now you're having the external evidence to prove that belief right. Then, you know, maybe something else happens. And then all these things are just blown up in your mind where you're like, yes, this this makes sense like this. And like I said, this is subconscious. You're not sitting there like, yes, this makes sense, but it's happening. It's happening in your mind. Then you get to a point where your partner cheats on you, right? Your girl cheats on you and you're like, fuck, this feels terrible. This is the icing on the cake. Like I knew this was going to happen. I should have seen this coming, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, there were no there were really like no signs and evidence other than you yourself like blowing things out of proportion. Um, but there could be signs and evidence of her cheating, whatever. It, it goes both ways. <laughs> um, so, so now you're in this uh, predicament where she's cheated on you, and yes, it's painful. Yes, it's gonna suck. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna hate. You're going to hate the situation and what happened, most likely, because that's what happens when a loved one cheats on us. It's horrible. It's a terrible feeling. So. So when you, when you go through that, you're going to feel so low at that point because everything leading up to this moment, it's kind of like a, you should have known. And, you know, I saw this coming and I knew this would happen. And, you know, I, most of it is coming from that place of, well, you're not sexually desirable. So she wouldn't want you. She doesn't want you. She doesn't want to have sex with you. 
your girlfriend does not want to have sex with you because you're ugly, old, and weak. And you start proving that point right based on the situation. And just all these emotions come flowing because of what you started um, thinking about. And this is what creates, I'm not saying this happens every time in this way, in this pattern, but this is what makes emotions so strong and an experience so strong because it's tied to so many underlying emotions that were, that were um, proven again and again. Uh, and they're negative emotions, right? So it's, that's what makes it so painful. And that's what makes you so likely to want to run away from this pain and not even, not even enter situations that could potentially give you this pain. That's when it's really deep. So when you're not even in a relationship, you're terrified of being cheated on. You don't even want to get into a relationship because of that simple fact. You don't want to be cheated on, which, which, could happen it could not you know you don't know it depends on your relationship and 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 everything but but just to have that fear it's coming from underlying rooted feelings so in order to access those feelings you want to put yourself in a room and have a conversation with yourself and do this multiple times this is something i really wanted to bring up to you guys um, to just talk to yourself. You know, we, we often, when we have me time, it's so often not really me time. It's, oh, I went for a run. That's my me time. I went to yoga. That's my me time. I, uh, you know, I did the dishes. That's my me time. It's, it's not because you're focusing on something else besides you in all those actions. And I really never really thought about this until I read it in a book recently. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's true. You know, when I'm, Unless I'm sitting in my room with nothing going on, staring at the wall, just talking to myself and that's all I'm doing, then it is not me time otherwise. And I think so often we try to um, come to terms with things in our life while we're, while we're driving, you know, while we're on the road and we're like, oh, I'll think about it later. Or like, you know, we just don't prioritize our relationship with ourselves enough to get through these issues. When if we did prioritize a relationship with ourselves, then Every day we would be giving ourselves the same dedication and time, um, just just time and presence as we do a loved one out to when we're out to dinner with them. You know, um, my big thing on dates is that when I go on a date with a guy, I do not have my phone out. You know, I, I'm not on my phone. I'm giving him my full attention and time is so much, time goes so much smoother and nicer and you have such a better experience just being in the moment with someone versus being distracted with something else or going on a date where you have to pay attention to something else and you can't really get to know the person. You know, it's important to have those, those dates where you can just totally connect and just immerse yourself in that person. And that's the same type of immersion you want to give yourself consistently in order to go through these processes of, you know, what are my what are my fears? Like, what am I afraid of at this stage of my life? It's, it's a good question to ask yourself because otherwise we'll just always avoid it. We'll always run away. And then we'll avoid the great things in life because with so many, so many great, amazing things that you could potentially have in your life are tied to potentially big fears that come up, that come up often in a lot of people, such as cheating. So my personal belief, uh, just to get, um, just to get a little personal around the topic of cheating, I have actually never been, I've never been cheated on, uh, well, as far as I know. I, um, <laughs> I, I just say like, it's painful because I imagine, I mean, I've, I've coached a lot of guys who've been cheated on, 
but but I just know that I as far as you know as far as my beliefs I am a I'm a realist in the sense that we're human beings. I don't believe human beings are meant to be or built to be monogamous creatures. Um, you know, in one sense we are, but I also think at this stage of life, um, you know, survival is not as as um, high. You know, we don't have to think very, very much in order to survive. We're not stuck in the wilderness with a few berries and, you know, a partner that has to you know, come back and feed our, our young. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's a little different today. So we don't have the same, the same measure of stress associated with the need for survival. So now that we're more sexual beings and we're more open with our sexuality, especially, plus there's social media where it's very easy to come back in contact with past lovers, people, you know, you've had sexual experiences with, you know, one thing happens with your partner and boom, you're on Facebook and you're talking, chatting it up with someone you, you knew from high school and it's, it's over. <laughs> uh, so it's, so it's, um, yeah. And just with that being said, um, the book, if you're in my office, it's already too late by James Sexton. He's a divorce lawyer, a friend of mine. He, uh, he even has in his book, if there were to be an infidelity machine, it would be called Facebook. <laughs> like, because that is where, you know, we tend to go at this point. So not am I saying, I'm not am I saying, I'm not saying that we need to accept, uh, the fact that people will cheat, but it is, it is likely, it is likely you're going to be cheated on. And, you know, that's not me being a pessimist. That's me being a realist and just understanding, you know, the potential, I mean, the probability of it is pretty high. Just like the probability of divorce is over 50%. And that's, that's, uh, that's just people who actually go through the divorce. There's so many unhappy couples who want to, who want the kids to have their parents together. So they, or there's financial issues, so they don't get divorced, you know? So that's not even including separation. Um, so when it comes to cheating, you know, I know there's a lot of people that are like, oh, he cheats, I'm out of here, that's it, that's it. If she cheats, fuck her, I'm moving on, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I believe otherwise. I believe if I'm cheated on, I'll ask my partner why he cheated on me and have a serious discussion where, you know, if you're cheating on me, obviously... Um, I'm not hearing you out fully and not that it's my fault. Like I wish you wouldn't have done that. I wish you would have came to me and talked to me about what's going on uh, before you took action in that way. Or, you know, if is does this person really matter to you? Like, is this something more than just you being upset or deprived of sex for too long? Like, what's the deal? You know, I think we need uh, more communication in general, just around our, our uh, needs, our personal needs, especially when it comes to sex. But Anyway, when it comes to, uh, like I said, for me, when it comes to cheating, um, that's not my, it's not a fear of mine, but I know that even if it were to happen, I would be okay. You know, I would be okay in the sense that I would talk to my partner and and work through it and try to work through it um, if I can under the emotional stress it will give me. But I also, you know, I'm saying that in my current state of mind, but I also believe that if if things do end because of the cheating in the relationship, that I would still be okay because I'm, I'm a strong woman. I know that I'm sexually desirable. I feel sexually desirable. I feel worthy of love. I feel worthy of someone committing to me. And I feel, 
worthy of someone being honest with me and just having all those feelings and feeling very strong in them and knowing that I'm independent and I can survive on my own and that I don't, you know, this, a partner does not make or break me. I make or break me. A man does not make or break me. So anything a man does to me, for instance, cheating on me would not, would not break me unless I allow it to. It's all up to me. So I think when we have this, um, when we have that mindset, it's, it's much different. You don't, you don't, I mean, this is coming from a place of, that's not fearful of cheating. So let's talk about a place where you're coming from that's fearful is you need to get to that place of feeling secure in your emotions, regardless of whether someone cheats on you or not. So it's really taking yourself through that place of having the conversation, having the me time with an actual, with actually being by yourself, you know, even if it's 10 minutes a week, guys, like I'm not saying, you know, meditate for an hour every day. You don't have to, that'd be great, but you don't have to do that. You don't have the time for that. Five minutes a day, two minutes a day, you know, 10 minutes a week, whatever you can fit in to actually just listen to yourself and understand yourself a little more. Um, because once you access those pain points or those fears of like in alignment with that fear of cheating, then you can ask yourself, you know, what is the, what am I really terrified of most? You know, is it, is it feeling unworthy of love? Then what's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is feeling worthy of love. And who's the first person you have to go to, to feel worthy of love yourself. And I know that's, that's a concept that's floating around a lot today is self-love is the answer. Self-love is all about self-love. This goes back to self-love. What the fuck is self-love, right? And um, that's something you have to really, as a man, figure out for, for yourself. You know, we all have different perceptions on what love is, what love means to us based on our past experiences. How did our parents love us? How did our parents show us love? Um, how do we interpret love? What does love mean to us? Like to you as an individual, that's what I'm saying. Really get to understand like what makes me feel loved. What do I do? What do I do in myself what do I love most about myself? What do I do that makes me feel the best version of myself? You know, asking yourself these types of questions um, will bring you closer towards, okay, how can I love myself more? What can I do more out of these things? What can I do more and put into my daily routine, my weekly routine, in order to feel that love more and more, more and more consistently and know and prove that I did it? that I was the one who put that into play. I was the one who took those action steps, put them into my daily calendar, and then realized that I was feeling better about myself, that I was feeling more love, that I was feeling more worthy. And I was feeling, I was, I was feeling worth it. I was feeling good. I was feeling sexy. I was feeling um, like I could trust myself because I'm, I'm actually doing the things I said I was going to do. You know, that, that gives us a sense of trust in ourselves. So all of these things, which are total opposites of the feelings that you usually get when you're cheated on, right? All of these things and taking, um, taking action on all of these things is really what will get you out of that place of being terrified of this potential threat. All right? So if you want a secure... If you want to feel secure in your emotional state and you don't want to have the fear of cheating, you have to prove to yourself that you can make yourself feel the opposite of the feelings of being cheated on. So the opposite of the pain, 
What is it? What are the opposite feelings of those pain points for you as an individual? What are the opposites to you? Because they're going to come across different to you than they will to me. You know, my opposites will be based on my personal situation or how I view it. Um, you know, how I view um, sexual uh, sexual desire in myself is going to be different how you view it. So it's really, it's really important to, like I said, have that conversation with yourself and show yourself, Hey, if I can, if I know where the pain is coming from in me and I know what the opposite of this looks like, how I want to feel in my relationship in myself, then what can I do to start practicing more, um, actions that align with those feelings? And then once you're in a relationship, you'll have more security in the sense that, Hey, you know, if I was cheated on at this point, yes, it would be, it would be damaging. It would be painful. It would probably make me very upset. And I take some time to get over it just like any other human being, but I'll still be okay. You know, I'll come out of it strong. I'll know what to do next because I'm not relying on my partner for how I need to feel. I'm relying on myself for how I need to feel and how I want to feel. And I can make myself feel that way whenever I want. So that is my perspective when it comes to cheating. Oh, that was a lot. That's a deep topic. Um, but yeah, I hope this, I hope this helped you guys. Cause I know a lot of you do have, um, you know, that, that fear of, of being cheated on. It's very common and it's very normal. You know, you're not a weirdo. You have this fear. If anything, I'm probably the weirdo for not being fearful of it <laughs> at all. Um, <laughs> or I'm just like, you know, I think it just comes from this place of I would never cheat on me. So, uh, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I know every, every time we have a fear, a very strong fear in regards to a relationship that involves another person, it always ties back to how we perceive it in ourselves. Okay. And I just did an email blast on this too, actually. So if you guys are not on my email list, uh, shoot me a DM at Steph Ganowski and I can add you onto it. Uh, so you'll receive emails every Thursday or Friday in around the topics of dating and relationships and women and so on and so forth. So that is, uh, that is today's episode on cheating. Happy I got to talk about this because I'm surprised I never did, but it just, it surprised me how many guys reached out to me when I made that one little page around cheating and I got so many uh, applauses and thank yous for that. So I wanted to extend the topic a little bit and I think this is the best way to do it. So that is it guys. Don't forget to leave a rating and review on iTunes on this podcast, What I Love About Men. It would... It would really appreciate it. I would appreciate it. So thanks, guys. Thanks for your support. Thanks for um, yeah, reaching out with questions and just putting your putting your trust in me uh, means a lot to me. So I appreciate you. Have a great morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world, and I'll talk to you soon.